Hi there, this is Anne Ajadi with dear Anne, and this is the Walk With Me series. Happy Sunday, folks. I hope you're on your way to church, or at least you're preparing to go to church, or at least you are preparing to set today apart to behold God's word, listen to his voice, worship him, think about meditate on his word whatever you do make god an integral part of it we've been looking at um when life throws you a curveball when the unlikely takes the stage however you want to title the story of esther very some short one of the short books in the Bible, but loaded with lessons for life. Today we'll look at God picks the unlikely. God picks the unlikely. In other words, most of the people that God uses are not the likely candidates. And in this case, Esther was the least likely to be picked. The search for a new queen became necessary because a vacancy existed in the palace. Queen Vashti was deposed, her throne empty, and the king was lonely. For someone who had access to myriads of women, to prefer one was a testament to the fact that his bride was special. If he then lost her, he would miss her absence. He woke up the morning after a drunken spree and desired his queen sent for her only to discover that she had been sent out of his presence and indeed out of his palace. He regretted his action, but he could not break his own laws. It was at this point that the story of Esther becomes interesting. At the king Hahasuerus' command, the guard combed the land length and breadth, picking every young girl that is all fit to replace Queen Vashti. Word made their rounds and everyone tried to stay home. Mordecai even tried to hide Esther, but the nosy neighbors already let it sleep that Mordecai lived with a young maiden, and she was definitely at home. They marched in and searched everywhere until they found where she was hiding. Esther got drafted, and she joined other young and gorgeous girls on their journey to the harem. Let us face it, the prospect of being queen was not a bad idea, but for Esther, what were the odds? She was not even Persian. Plus, she was one of 400 stunningly beautiful virgins. The king only needed one queen. But all 400 would have to go through the selection process that lasted a whole year. They took an entire year to prepare for one night with the king, there were at least 400 maidens. So in essence, it took three years to find a worthy replacement for Vashti. Now you would ask, what kind of a kingdom preoccupies itself for three whole years, sampling all types of maidens ostensibly in search of a queen? It does not end there. If a virgin was prepared, preferred, I mean, I meant to say, 
she would be queen. And if not, she would return to the second harem where the king kept his concubines. Once in the second harem, she could only appear before the king if, the, if he sent for her by name. One can only exclaim, where's the lives of 400 promising young girls just so one man can fulfill his desires? That has to be all definitions of amazing. The prospects of life in the Persian ruler's palace could not be so exciting to a young Jewish girl. Her whole life was before her. She did not have to be a number among many. She was young, and if she returned to Jerusalem, she would most likely find a nice young man who would be delighted to have her. To be caught in the vain traditions of this strange land was in itself a contradiction of the life promised to God's chosen race. Esther was speaked all right, but to bring pleasure to a crazy pagan king surrounded by friendly foes whose preoccupation was to jostle for positions was not a worthy curse, at least in the physical. Or if providence did not wade in, it would be a terrible way to waste God's inheritance. That is an excerpt from the book, God's Lady in Waiting, written by Anne Ajadi. God's Lady in Waiting centers around the story of Esther. The story did not start out well, but it ended very well. What does that have to do with us? The truth is, it doesn't matter what what stage of life that you are in now. You may be at your night season. Life may have thrown you some curveball. Life may not be treating you. What with COVID and all his attendance, headaches, you may have been thrown to the other side of town where everything that is going on around you now is so confusing. It does not make sense in any way. I want you to take solace in this. God has his eyes on you. God still rules and reigns in the affairs of man. God is still sovereign. God has every one of his creation under his control. You may not understand what is going on now. Hold on, my dear friend. In time, it will all make sense. In time, it will all come together. Remember that the Bible says that all things, all things work together for good for those that love God and for them that are called according to his purpose. Hang on. You will soon be on the other side. And if you follow the process, go with the flow, you wake up one day in the palace. God bless you. Have a wonderful day in church.